This is Connected Nation, a podcast focused on all things broadband. From closing the digital divide to improving your internet speeds, we talk technology topics that impact all of us, our families, and our communities. On today's podcast, we talk with Michigan's Lieutenant Governor about the state's recently established high-speed internet office. We'll discuss why the Governor and Lieutenant Governor felt this was critical for the state, learn how they're approaching the need for better internet access for all, and what's next as they work towards digital equity. I'm Jessica Denson, and this is Connected Nation. I'm Jessica Denson, and today we're talking with Michigan's Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist II about the recently established Michigan High-Speed Internet Office. Thanks for joining us, Lieutenant Governor. Thank you for having me. Uh, We were fortunate enough to have you on earlier this year, Lieutenant Governor, as the state was working to develop its next steps for improving connectivity. Um, We learned then that you have a really strong background in technology and have worked towards digital, digital inclusion. It's woven throughout your career. Give our audience a refresher about, about why that is so important to you personally. Well, very quickly, you know, I think that people are better able to be their fullest selves and realize their fullest potential if we are connected, both connected to one another, um, connected through our communities, and also connected to the internet. It is the infrastructure that, that really can enable people to explore possibilities unlike any other type of infrastructure. And this has been true uh, to me. I've seen it in both in my own personal life, having gotten a computer at five and being exposed to the internet at a pretty young age, which was unique, frankly, for others in my neighborhood, to my first job building computers uh, for children and, and adults visiting rec centers on the west side of Detroit and showing a little girl the internet for the first time and seeing her imagination just explode with possibility. And I just believe that everyone should have access to it. And so I carried that with me into college. My first research project in college was researching internet access or lack thereof and how much people would be willing to pay to get it on the east side of Detroit. And so I've always been thinking about how we can connect people to the internet and the opportunities that it promises. And so now as Lieutenant Governor, uh, with this Michigan High-Speed Internet office. I'm looking forward to, to working through our administration to make that real for everyone across our state. Well, let's get into that. Governor Whitmer signed an executive or- order earlier this month to establish the Michigan High-Speed Internet office. Tell us how the office will approach this need for better broadband access and, and helping people access the resources that helped you through your career. Well, we're very proud of this initiative, and I'm thankful that we have a governor in Gretchen Whitmer who recognizes the importance of high-speed internet access to people's success going forward and wants that to be available to everyone across the state of Michigan. And certainly the, the last 15 months have made it very clear how primary internet access really is to being able to, you know, frankly, be productive going forward, whether it's educationally, professionally, to get access to the health services that you need and the information to navigate the world, let alone the pandemic. And so this office is really going to approach this uh, as a problem that has at least three components. One is we need to make sure that everyone in Michigan can actually, literally access the internet, meaning that it is built out or delivered in a way that can actually reach people in their homes where we need people to have high speed and reliable internet access. The second component is of affordability. People actually need to be able to afford the internet service that is accessible in their community. And so making sure that we have, frankly, more innovation in terms of business models and mechanisms so that people can afford to take advantage of the internet. And last, and certainly not least, of equal importance, 
is digital literacy. We need to make sure that people actually have the skills and resources and tools to take full advantage of the internet that they can access and afford. And so we'll be working with community partners, educational organizations, and all sorts of institutions across the board here in the state of Michigan to make sure that people can uh, be literate when it comes to internet technology. And so I think if we can solve those three problems and scale up the solutions, that we can be the first state to connect all of our people to the internet. I would say that everybody at um, my organization, uh, Connect Nation, would applaud that because we do put it this issue in those three buckets, the access issue, the the use issue, the adoption issue, um, which deals with affordability and understanding how to use things. So um, I would say that we applaud that approach and it's fantastic. One of the things that was pointed out in the um, press release that was released when you guys, um, when I say you guys, you and the governor um, announced this initiative was that it will really target those gaps in coverage for groups that are disproportionately impacted by the lack of access, including communities of color, rural areas, and low-income households. Can you touch that on that for a moment, why that's so critical for those groups? Well, that is literally the last mile that stands between internet access uh, for some and internet access for all. And so um, what we have seen across the country is that there have been disparities present in life for low-income and low-wealth people, for people of color, that have that it's gone across the board. I mean, I shared a task force during the pandemic related to uh, addressing racial disparities in COVID-19. And so when it comes to internet access, we have seen lower levels of internet adoption in our rural communities. We've seen lower levels of internet adoption in our major urban centers. And we've seen even some of our suburban and ex-urban communities where enough people are not affording the internet access that they need. I mean, to put this in perspective, of hundreds of thousands of students, 419,000 students at the beginning of this pandemic did not have access to either the internet or the internet enabled device they would need to make the transition to remote learning. That is an opportunity is the way we see it in Michigan for innovation and for connection. And so we need to make sure that the in, that, that opportunity though is equitably distributed. We need to make sure that we are uniquely responding to the people with the deepest need. That should be the principle that drives how we design policy and how we design and execute uh, the solutions that we think are going to solve this problem. And so all the partners that will come together uh, to work with the Michigan High Speed Internet Office, all the partners that are already coming together to work through the Connecting Michigan Communities Program and the grant process and the task force. Uh, we want to activate these current stakeholders and also uh, pull new stakeholders and partners in because we're going to need new ideas and more ideas and better partnerships and bigger partnerships to solve these for our most vulnerable Michiganders. And if we're doing so for these communities that have been hard hit, those solutions will benefit everyone. There's lots of funding right now on the table from the Emergency Broadband Benefit Program, which helps individuals and families, to the Coronavirus Fiscal Recovery Funds, which is much more at the state and county level, metro level. $365 billion just from federal groups. How do you coordinate all of that in while looking at the state needs and seeing those funds that are coming in and what the state should give? How do you approach that huge bucket of money and what to do? Well, first of all, we, we need to recognize how big of an opportunity this is, and we cannot squander it. This is the biggest opportunity to expand access to the internet since the internet was invented. Like This is a moment that we must take advantage of, and these unprecedented federal resources need to be put to good use. And so one of the reasons that we have organized this first-of-its-kind high-speed internet office in Michigan is because we need to have the infrastructure to be able to make sure that those resources are 
uh, appropriated and spent wisely in the state of Michigan and most effectively. And so the, we have to have infrastructure set up to make sure that that happens. And so the, this office to serve a coordinating and connecting function, we think will help better position Michigan to be able to better leverage these resources. This, this, the, the level of public investment here in this infrastructure um, gives us the chance to leverage it with private dollars in smart ways that, again, will make Michigan a leader in this space. We already talked about some of the communities that have gaps in coverage. Um, also laid out in that press release were some areas that that the need for broadband and which is also a word for high speed internet impacts is everything from education to health outcomes to civic, civic engagement. What are some areas that you personally hope to see positive impact or changes as a result of expanded broadband coverage, both in the near and long term? Well, the truth is there is no aspect of life uh, now or going forward that cannot be improved uh, with people being better connected. And so as we think about um, things like access to educational opportunity and services, uh, we saw the, the necessity of remote learning during our pandemic. But I think going forward, this gives the education community a chance to perhaps better respond to students' more unique needs if we have both the, the access, if we have the, the skills and literacy, both from educators and students to be able to use the internet for educational purposes, we have a chance to perhaps better serve students who have you know, different needs or different learning styles. So we need to think about how we can invest in that and be a leader in that in Michigan. Additionally, we have an opportunity to, to really revolutionize the way that uh, medical services are delivered, not just telemedicine in the elementary sense of calling your doctor on the phone, but literally people who have chronic conditions who may not be able to be served by hospital systems because they live in a different part of our very large state in Michigan. And so how can we make sure that we're connecting uh, medical providers and professionals with people everywhere so that they can fulfill their mission to, to do what they committed to in the Hippocratic Oath, to make sure that people um, are taken care of and are served and that no harm is being done to them because they don't have access uh, to the right kind of medical professional. And lastly, I think that when it comes to economic opportunity, um, the Internet has a chance to open doors for communities across the state of Michigan. We have so many uh, ideas driven, entrepreneurial people in our state, and they need to be able to make those ideas real and to make those ideas fly wherever they are in Michigan. And so for our communities, particularly our more rural communities that have entrepreneurially minded people, but who are disconnected, we need to enable them to put those ideas into the world by putting them online in their communities as a pathway to help grow and strengthen those communities. And if we couple that with connecting people with resources in our more densely populated areas, again, better connections will lead to better outcomes. And um, I know that you just launched this office, but uh, you and the governor have worked for a long time toward this effort. Has there been any, any discussion yet on timeline for certain projects or next steps as, as we move forward? You know, we're eager to make sure that we can get this office staffed and funded. We're working with the legislature on this, you know, frankly, bipartisan opportunity before us when it comes to connecting people online. And we need to get going quickly. I mean, some of the federal programs uh, that have been established as part of the, uh, you know, COVID response efforts or things from the American Rescue Plan, uh, those are programs that are in, in, in the street right now. The emergency broadband benefit is live right now. The, uh, one of the NCIA grant programs uh, for public-private partnerships uh, those applications need to be in in August of this year. So we're ready to hit the ground running, you know, right now with this effort to make sure that we can take full advantage of it in Michigan. 
I think it's notable that state leadership in Michigan and the governor's office is talking, the, tackling the need for better connectivity in a really coordinated way. You've talked a lot about partnerships, that type of thing, and really being a model for other states. What advice would you offer other leaders about this approach and why you've opted for it? You know, I would say that everyone needs to be at the table. And when I say everyone, that includes people who may not necessarily have historically been active in the space of internet connectivity. One of the things I'm very excited about that these federal resources are frankly incentivizing and this, is this idea for new forms and types of public and private partnerships. I think in order again for us to really cross this last mile to get to that finish line of complete connectivity in the state of Michigan, we're going to have to have non-traditional partners coming together to deliver solutions. And so I would uh, ask my colleagues uh, in other parts of the country to really consider how you can uh, create the conditions for that to be true. You know, I have um, been working, I've coordinated a, a coalition of my counterparts, lieutenant governors in other parts of the country, um, to advise the acting chairwoman of the FCC, uh, Commissioner uh, Rosenworcel, on um, really forward-looking and forward-leaning efforts across states that are happening in different states. And that's been a bipartisan group of my counterparts. And so excited to work with them on that. And we're excited to work with the vice president who's been been charged with making this happen at a national level. I've coordinated a, a group of lieutenant governors to work with her on that as well. So Michigan, certainly we, we want to lead the way uh, substantively and being the first state to connect our people, but also on making sure that, you know, we're collaborating with others in other parts of the country who have great ideas too. And we want to see their ideas be real as well. Any final thoughts that you'd like to leave us with or something I didn't touch on in regards to this effort that I should have? You know, Jessica, I think you covered a lot of it very well. I guess what I would leave you with is um, every person deserves and I think going forward will demand the opportunity to be connected in their home. Um, this will be part of how we define what a successful community is by how connected it is. And so I think we need to step up to this moment. We need to embrace the opportunity that's been presented to us by circumstance. And I, I am eager um, and frankly, I'm hopeful uh, that we can look, that we will look back on this in two years and five years and 10 years and recognize that this was the inflection point uh, that led us to complete connectivity. And so I'm eager to work with any and all partners um, from any and all parties uh, to take advantage of this moment. Well said. Well, let's leave it there. Um, we'd love to have you back to, to discuss progress made in this important work, including opportunities and obstacles you identify along the way. So I'd love to have you back as, as you continue this work. Thank you so much, Lieutenant Governor. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Again, our guest today has been Michigan's Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist II, who with Governor Gretchen Whitmer just announced the launch of the Michigan High Speed Internet Office. I'll include links to the webpage for that office in the description of this podcast. I'm Jessica Denson. Thanks for listening to Connected Nation. If you like our show and want to know more about us, head to connectednation.org or look for the latest episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Pandora, or Spotify.